Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Faxman's Musings. This is the everything podcast guaranteed to make you smile. Tonight, um, I want to uh, give a shout out uh, to a, a nonprofit. It's kind of one of the things that I do when I start off. And um, with September being uh, Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month, I want to give a shout out to. Um, I want to give a shout out to a nonprofit called Connor's Cure. Um, it is uh, a nonprofit. Uh, you can uh, donate at uh, connorthecrusher.com. And basically, uh, uh, the, uh, the foundation was founded uh, in the name of a young uh, man by the name of uh, Connor Mihalik, who uh, died of a pediatric cancer. Um, I can't remember exactly what year, but I'm sure I can look it up at some point and get back to you on that. But, um, I just wanted to say that, um, tonight is, uh, is a shout out to, uh, Connor's Cure. Uh, so again, uh, if you want to donate, go to ConnorTheCrusher.com and, uh, yeah, uh, it's really, uh, it's a really good cause and, uh, you know, should be a great thing if you want to, want to donate to it. Um, tonight, uh, I want to uh, folk. So this this past week, and, and honestly, I had no idea what I wanted to talk about until I kind of turned everything on uh, tonight. And I'm not usually the kind of person that has any specific ego or like will be boisterous or braggadocious but um this week there are various talents that i thought i had that i have had to come to terms with the fact that i may not be as good as i think i am and and um honestly with people who uh think they're good at something everybody's heard the phrase that there's always room for improvement and uh, I think that a lot of us have to come to terms with the fact that we'll never we'll never be as good at certain activities or certain things that we do as we want to be. And I guess uh, my my uh, my question my first uh, questionation of the night that I'm going to pose to all my users out there is um, looking over your repertoire of things that you're good at. Uh, what is something that you may think you're good at, but you over time you've come to realize you might not be as good at it as you think. It, it's a question that I think is important to ask, and it's one that may require a lot of uh, introspection. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. Um, I'm, I'm streaming live here on Facebook, so you can... Um, Go on to you can look for Aaron Faxon on Facebook. Send me a friend request, or just uh, uh, that way you can put you can interact once I share this uh, this episode. And I want to hear what you think. Um, to, uh, so um, I'm going to use today as, as a good example because um, <laughs> this is just really funny. So today um, I was at I was in Stonebridge for an NFB meeting. And we were trying to do the, we were trying to set up and do some canvassing for 
a possible uh, Meet the Blind slash Breast Cancer Awareness Walk on the 23rd. I'm going to create a Facebook page for it, so if you guys want to do it, come on out to Stonebridge on the 23rd of October. Um, but uh, it was, uh, and, yet, and also, low-key, I was elected president for the Prince William County chapter today, so yeah, love it. Um, um, I thought, like, when we were walking around, going to various businesses and seeing if they were willing to sponsor the walk, I was thinking to myself, you know, I bet I could do a really good job leading my fellow chapter board members around Stonebridge. Come to realize, as I'm doing it, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm not as good at leading at leading completely blind people as I thought. Because you get caught up in the way you talk, and telling somebody to go over there and pointing a direction, like, it's kind of reflexive. So for, the, for those folks that, when they're trying to give somebody direction, I understand if you fall into that habit, because even as somebody who is uh, low vision, trying to lead somebody who is completely blind, I fell into that habit today. I really, really did. We're like, we're, I, I, I even led them to a back area where they would have had to walk around the back of a building, and I'm like, you know, maybe we should go back the other way. <laughs> it was, it was so funny. Like, it, it just, it, it really goes to show that I am not uh, as directionally apt as I'd like to be, and, and we're walking from place to place, and I even tell them go right, go left, and they may know, they may know where it is. They, they may know. They may know uh, what it is, and they may not. Um, but um, they may know what it is, they may not. But I have to be very, very conscientious of the fact that when I'm leading somebody somewhere, um, I guess maybe ask if they know uh, what uh, intermediate directional terms I'm using. Because they might not know, <laughs> they might not know, uh, they might not know what directions I'm trying to give them. Like if I'm saying, uh, "Oh, you know, go this way," or "Oh, uh, go that way," uh, or "Go left, go right," especially for like cane travelers, that's kind of a hard thing to wrap your mind around. Um. And, and and I'll be I'll be the first person to tell you like I I I have a blindness cane I do I just I only use it in places where I've never been before um and that's like something that's a personal preference and for each blind or low vision person that preference is different and so. Again, I have had to come to terms with the fact that just because I know, just because I know where I'm going or just because I know what directional terms I'm using and can understand where to go and what to do, doesn't necessarily mean that those, pe that those folks who are with me, who are traveling with me, know those things too. It's, 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 it's hilarious, I gotta say. It's really funny. And I... I um, <laughs> I've had to come to terms with the fact that I'm just I'm not as directionally apt as uh, as I thought I was. 
earlier this week, uh, something else that I'm not necessarily uh, adept at that I thought I was. For those who know my job history, you know that at a, at a, at a certain point in my life, um, I worked at the Friendlies on Route 3 in Fredericksburg as a dishwasher. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this past week, I'm like, you know, I, I, like, I would hold my hat on that and say, I'm automatically a good dishwasher simply because I had that job in the past. And so I'm like, you know what, if I'm washing dishes at home, then that means because of that past job that I had, that means I'm really, really good at it. But visual impairment, yeah, probably rearing its ugly head here in the sense that I, um, I'm sure that there may be spots or things that I miss on dishes and stuff like that, that may, that, that maybe I don't realize. And that's why like people will realize I am very, very meticulous when I try to wash dishes at home. Like I'll, I'll be at a point where I'm literally like running my fingers over the plate or I'm like, I'd be like Inspector Gadget with a friggin' magnifying glass. Like, are there any spots on this plate? Any spots? Any spots? And I'd just be doing this the whole time. I'm like, you see, you see anything? Oh, there's a speck right there. Forgot, forgot, forgot it. Scrub, scrub, scrub. You know. It, honestly, like, it just goes to show that I'm, I like, it's that is something else that I am not as uh, adept at for washing dishes. Like, even though I, even though I may do an okay job. It's a good thing we have a dishwasher because, like, there may be things that I miss that are not so, like, supplementary. And it's, it's just really funny. Like, um, and, and the other thing that, 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 that uh, I must admit, even though, even though I uh, do dishes, like, the counters and stuff around the sink are, like, basically casualties. Because I'll be, I'll finish washing whatever I'm washing by hand and I'll look around and it's like friggin' Water Country USA all over the uh, all over the side counters. Like, uh, did uh, did someone just like have high tide at Omaha Beach on the on the counters and in the kitchen? No, that was just AJ washing dishes, or that was just Aaron washing dishes. Um, and of course, I've, I've had to be a lot more, a lot more careful because not only like am I not necessarily good at washing dishes by hand. But our dishwasher, I have to be very careful of because one, it's easy to overstuff it, and two, depending on how you've done it, and you know, we've gotten a lot better at this over time, and I, you know, not getting ahead of myself, but um, our dishwasher, we had, we used to have to take a towel, like uh, some of the same like towels that you take a shower with, and I'd have to put it underneath. Um, I'd have to put it underneath the dishwasher so that because the dishwasher would sometimes leak at the bottom, and so we always end up putting a towel under it to absorb anything. And I'm thinking to myself, "Yeah, I have to be a little bit more careful." I I, I want to say that I've gotten a lot better over time, but I'm sure that there's going to be things that I overlook. So honestly, that just goes to prove that washing dishes. Something else that I would that in my perception I think I'm good at. But I'm probably not. Um, something else that I've discovered that I may not necessarily be that good at. Um, honestly, um, public speaking. Like, I, I'm able to talk to you guys and just rattle off stuff like this out of nowhere. But the reason why I even started streaming on Facebook 
was I wanted things to be more interactive and I didn't want to seem like a college professor just sort of talking at you over and over again and having you guys listen to me over and over again. And that's why I'm like, I, I wish that there was a way for me to see what people uh, put in the chat. Um, and it says, oh, that's an option to tag friends. <laughs> Alright, so let's see. In the chat, what does it say? Uh, oh, that's just my groups. Okay. Yeah, and no, I was seeing if anybody put anything in the chat. Um, because I, I want to be, of course, a lot more interactive with you guys. And I think that that's something that I'm, I'm trying not to be, like, talking at my audience. Because the truth of the matter is, I want you guys to be interactive and um, invigorated in what you're in, in what you're listening to um, and, uh, and, and and I'm gonna try to work harder to do that so in that in the sense of like not necessarily boring my audience I may not be as good at talking as I think I am um, I think um, and honestly, for a little while, I want to take the reverse approach on this too, because I'm sure that there are things. Oh, oh, one more thing. Actually, before before I do anything, before I do anything with that, um, video games. I I started streaming on Twitch. Um, you can go onto uh, twitch.tv slash faxmanity, and um, you can um, you can and you can look it up. But the reason why I mention it is that uh, I would perceive myself to be pretty good at video games, depending on the kind of game that it is. And I went back through and watched my gameplay, and I realized just how much backtracking I've been doing, and I'm thinking to myself, man, it looks obvious that somebody who's got a visual impairment is playing this, because I, I would walk around like, like... I'm playing Fable right now, like the first one. And... Um, I um, I would be walking around the same rocks and everything. When I go back through and I start playing again, I still have to find Orchard Farm to uh, to do one to do one of the main uh, main storyline quests. And it's so funny watching me try to do it because I can't I can't find that Orchard Farm to save my life. I'm sure uh, when I'm not when I'm not looking for it, I'll find it. But but um. It's so funny, like, watching through my clips and my gameplay. I feel like, and especially watching, like, the clip of my first boss fight, I feel like I'm almost, like, it almost looks like I'm BSing my way through the whole thing as opposed to it looking like I actually know what I'm doing. Like, I'm using a gaming controller and everything, and I feel like when, when it comes to people who do use them, it's kind of obvious that you can tell that somebody knows what they're doing because you can tell the way their camera moves how how they are efficiently or not so efficiently using the joystick for uh, the controllers and when I, when I watch my gameplay back through I'm thinking to myself yeah this guy has absolutely no like if, if I were looking at it from an outsider's perspective this guy has absolutely no idea how to use the joystick on a controller I'm referring to myself so that's something that I don't necessarily think I would be uh that uh, that good at, um, like I would perceive that I'm good at it, but 
I'm, I'm betting I'm not exactly that good at it. Um, I want to take the, uh, the reverse approach um, also with this um, and say that I'm betting that there are some things that I would, perceive, I would perceive myself not to be that good at, but maybe from an, outs from, from an outsider's perspective, um, I'm actually a lot better at than I think. I, I Questionation number two for the night. Look, again, look back, be a little bit introspective and look back through your repertoire. Is there anything that you may, may think that you're not good at but if you uh, if you looked at your at yourself from an outsider's perspective, maybe you'd be better at it than you think. Um, and I've had to look back at this over the past week and say that um, bowling, bowling, like I had I've had to change my mindset on on how I do well at it because my my whole thing was every time I've uh, when I was a kid I used to watch my family bowl in leagues all the time and uh, I would have to uh, I, I, I always see them getting like 130s 140s and in the case of my father he like averages in like 220 and I'm thinking to myself whoo that's really 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 good I don't think I could do that and so like I have to change my mindset to be like well you're playing to beat your average you're not playing to get a certain a certain score like prepare to laugh my bowling average is um is an 87 and i'm bowling in a league on friday nights and uh um when i when i when i look at all the shots i throw i feel like because the results don't necessarily match up that i'm not doing that well but then I also look at the fact that because my league is a 90% handicap, I'm getting a lot more pins on top of what I've already got, which makes whatever scores I get that much more competitive. Um, so uh, basically, in looking at it from the outsider's perspective, I'm betting especially for having the visual impairment that I do have, I'm probably a much better bowler than I think I am considering that I consistently beat my own average. And like I said, if you're not looking at it from a standpoint of trying to beat your own average, you're, you're looking at self-measurement the wrong way. Um, and that is something that I have definitely uh, had to come to terms with because I, I, I would always look at it like, my 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 goal was always is, is always like most of the time to like oh you know I gotta beat a hundred gotta beat a hundred that's what most league bowlers do and I'm th and that's what my perception is for what most league bowlers do but I have to look at it differently and say I'm trying to beat my average score I'm not necessarily trying to get over a hundred every time especially since whatever handicap that I'd be getting in that league is going to help me hang with the with the hang with the elite bowlers in the league that I'm in. So, over time, that's what I've had to come to terms with. Um, um, something else. Um, Braille. Braille is something else that... Um, so, so, for those of you that know me, you know that... Um, um, 
for, for those of you that know me, you know that I've known how to read Braille since I was five. And I'm, I'm taking steps, uh, like active steps to try to keep the skills sharp because Braille is one of those things that if you don't use it, you lose it. And um, you have to really practice at it. That way you can uh, be better at it. Um, and my um, blind or low vision friends, you know, I, I see that they use it a lot more and I see their speed and I'm thinking to myself, you know, maybe I'm not as good at, uh, at, 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 at uh, reading and typing Braille as I thought I was, but there's a different perspective to have on it in that you're, you're only in competition with yourself. You're not necessarily in competition with those around you. And again, that's something to think about. Like when we when we perceive whether we're whether we ha- we have certain talents or not, or uh, whether we are whether we are in a competitive environment in a certain area, certain criteria, are we trying to compete against ourselves, or are we trying to compete against those around us? Because if you're trying to compare yourself to those around you it's a losing battle because there's always going to be somebody that's better. You can actively try to improve on something. You can actively try to improve on something to become to become better and and like improve for for your own sake, but don't necessarily do it for the sake of others. And I think looking at the talents um, the talents that you have and the talents that you don't have I think it's very important to mention the fact that, you know, asking yourself the question, what, what, what is the reason you're doing it, and are you, are you dictating that reason, or are the people around you dictating that reason? Because if you're doing something for the sake of other people, then you really have to ask yourself, you know, why you're engaging in certain activities, like, uh, like... For the for those folks that uh, that uh, delve a lot into athletic competitions, there's always going to be somebody that's either stronger or faster or smarter. You can't live in this big old wide world and not find somebody who has perfected their craft to a point that that they're not going to be better. There's always going to be somebody out there, and at that point. You have to set the bar for yourself. Don't let other people set the bar for you. Um, and honestly, I think that, that, uh, that that's a good place to stop. Uh, question nation, I guess, you know, question nation number three. Let's, let's, let's get one more of these, uh, these amusings uh, questions in. Um, do you think, and, and, you can be honest and be introspective because again this is kind of uh, what this podcast is about other than giving you a little bit of a smile you know escape it from the global situation we're in um, do you think predominantly looking at your life and all the things that you do do you think that um, do you think that your competitive streak is um, your competitive streak is affected by self-competition 
like internal competition or external competition. Because if it's if it's external, you gotta change your frame of mind. And I'm the first person that in various aspects of their lives needs to change your frame of mind. Who is dictating the pace of your life? Is it you or is it somebody else? By the way, something else that maybe I'm not as good at as I, as, as I would think, giving, giving advice, obviously. <laughs> um, anyways, um, I just want to say thank you all for joining me tonight on Facts Man's Musings. And uh, never fear. Oh, actually, one more thing. Remember, com. Donate for pediatric cancer awareness. And um, and thank you guys for joining me for this uh, for this uh, live stream tonight. And never fear, your fax man's here. Thank you. Have a good night.